Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Immature Themes. My name is Tara, and I'm here to guide you through what the theme was this month. Um, So Seb picked this theme, and it was songs to wake up from a coma to, um, which he sort of said as a joke, but I actually think is a really interesting theme. Um, It also included us um, thinking about ways that we all could have gotten into the comas um, firsthand so that was pretty fun so what would you like to hear once you're being welcomed back into the world Um, and then our back pocket theme came from Miss McGraw and it was spring songs so you know it's the first day on your bike you got a bag of cans that you're taking to the park Um, you know your windows are open in your apartment and what's playing on the stereo so some good tunes there and um all in all like relatively positive things considering we're all a bit sad we're still in lockdown so anyways enjoy all right we're recording how's everybody hi Uh, as as per usual lacking in enthusiasm but Maybe is it is it just because it's like a rainy Sunday? It's sunny now. We just were all like, unbeknownst to our listeners, like talking about how we were before we hit record. So it's like, do I pretend that I ha- that I that I telling you how I am for the first time or? Oh, sure. Yeah. I like a good millennial was looking at my phone when you asked the question, so it didn't really register with me. <laughs> I was looking at my little notes. All right, maybe maybe we can just go again. And we're recording. How is everybody? Yeah, great. Yeah. Stupendous. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep all of that because that's pretty funny. Um, How are you? So our <laughs> I'm alright. We yeah. all eating. this lockdown. Lockdown's really just. I'm very tired. Did of we it. all eat eggs today? Is that did that happen? We oh, all yeah. had glorious breakfasts today. I mean, it started with Greer sending us his Mexican breakfast Mexican dish. Yeah. We kind of all eat eggs. <laughs> One of my favorite things is cooking breakfast at the weekend. I love it. I always do it. I love it too because I cook and I love it because it's like a rite of passage for starting the weekend off good. Yeah, I like it during the week too, working from home now, having some eggs in the morning on occasion. Mm. Well, I have a two egg omelet. Every- I say this all the time. I'm saying it again. I have a two egg omelet every single day. I love it. Except for the weekend when I do something special with so I have a little starter before I have my main lunch. I have like a little, a little half eleven omelet. A brunch. So do you change what's do you change what's in the omelet, or do you just have the same thing? Two eggs, a little sprinkle of cheese, and I have a little hot sauce. Maybe I mix up the hot sauce that goes on there. But I honestly don't even need the hot sauce. I just truly love eggs. I got a new little egg hutch that I keep my eggs in. Mm. You're like the guy from California. Like I don't know if that's enough yeah. eggs. Fifty <laughs> eggs. That's only six eggs per plate per day. <laughs> Uh, that made me laugh a lot. I love that video as well. What was that guy's name again? I want to say Brefney, but I don't think that's right. Colin? What? What? Was his name Colin on the California? California, yeah. Yeah. That was very funny. That had me chuckling. But yeah, anyway, big fan of eggs on this podcast. Uh, so Seb, the theme this week was yours. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? It kind of, I think you you did it as a joke and I was like, that's actually quite a good theme. It was a joke, but I, it is good. It's the, the song you want to hear when you just get out of a coma. Length of the coma is up to you. 
and you can go a couple of ways with it. I have to, I, I took two ways on it, and I'll get into it later, I guess. But I mean, it's up to interpretation. But you just wake up from a coma, the nurse or doctor, or medical worker is standing there, and they have Spotify on, <laughs> and I guess it has to be on Spotify so we can go on the playlist. And what do you want to hear? So is there? I was imagining them with a with a a boombox above their like heads. say anything. Like, Exactly. Well, look, they can have a little AUX cord plugged into the Spotify on your phone. No big deal. They can. That can be the. Medium. Oh, listen! I've got this fire track that I produced myself. It's not on Spotify. Can we hook up the AUX cord? Can you imagine listening to your own song when you wake <laughs> up from a coma? <laughs> I mean, there's probably a lot of people that would definitely like mostly that. Kanye West. Most of those people are Kanye West. We all have. So, yeah. so um. Between bunch of bands on spotify but you can never pick your own tune this is a dick move. so is this a real oh, like choose your own adventure coma should we all have stories about why we're I, in a coma and for how long i, I didn't thought about think that. of it did you oh that didn't even come to me i also thought about like if i was in a coma because i was like okay right started looking it up and it was like the whole thing of like the music that people that's played to people during a coma is supposed to be very, you know, can be very, can bring people out of comas. So I also have a list of songs that have brought people out of comas. I only picked the ones that made me laugh. Um, bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. That brought somebody out of a coma. Jesus, I go deeper in there now. Exactly. <laughs> James Blunt, You're Beautiful. Oh Ew, oh no. Robbie <laughs> Williams, Angel. Uh, I like that song. Oh, Angels and uh, Adele rolling in the deep, which I wouldn't mind coming out of a coma to. It would just be kind of like in your face. Like I'd imagine you're sort of you're super sleepy and you're just like, oh, what's happening? And rolling in the deep would be kind of. The Robbie Williams um, one is probably the wrong thing around. Like I'm loving angels instead. It's like really like you'd think you like, died am I dead? and you're like, why am I? I'm just back in in the world. <laughs> I guess it's just songs that people love. You, you're, I mean. That's, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. It's like their favorite song that you play. Is that it? Yeah, probably. I, mean, I guess it depends. Yeah. It's there's a couple of backstories made them. It's not the case that like Angels specifically has brought like 15 people who had no interest in the song out of a coma. There's science behind Angels bringing people out of coma. Is there? Tell us. Tell us about it. Oh, there isn't. <laughs> <I'm joking>. Oh. <laughs> but there's. I thought it was like the last episode where you had done all this research. <laughs> it is like somewhat unknowable. But also is like kind of knowable that there is definitely there is a song out there that's brought the most people out of comas, you know, like no one's yeah. living on a living on a prayer. But... I could be it could be anyone on that list actually. You know what? I uh, it could I... be on. I mean, what song is the most commonly played in hospitals? You know, and then people who just naturally wake from short comas, medically induced comas. What song was playing at that time? What song? You know, what? I'd love to be a DJ on like a hospital radio. I think that's so fun. Is that a thing? Do not just listen to like the radio. Some places have DJs. At least that's what the television tells so, me. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. It, I reckon. Well, I reckon. Rolling in the deep. That's the one. I, I reckon there's some song out there that actually has the power to bring people out of a coma but no one knows it because like it's it'll just be on the radio and people will be waking out of comas and no one's like hey this song they didn't specifically put the song on but there's a song out there 
that secretly wakes people out of comas and we'll never know what it is. Are you implying? Is there a song that secretly puts people into comas? Like a coma brown note? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just like all <laughs> slowcore. <laughs> the entire oeuvre of the band, the coding. Oeuvre, that's a good it word. It means eggs. It's, yeah, it's French for eggs. We established that <laughs> earlier on in earlier episode. Um, Excellent. <laughs> I was just thinking of, um, do you remember in The Simpsons, Barry White, where they had all the snakes oh, yeah. and Bar- they got Barry yeah. White going. I love this. Like the snake. Yeah. Of a female snake. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also thinking while you were talking there, I, I watched uh, the movie Ghost for the first time since I was probably 15 or something. Did you like it on rewatch? Relatively, yeah. Is that um, why you signed up for all those pottery classes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as COVID... Covid up breaks. I'm I'm going crazy on the bottom. I'm gonna find me um, a ghost girlfriend. I've never seen but the movie, but I assume one of them's a ghost. Well, I mean, I whatever. Demi Moore's in it, so like, don't care. What. And Whoopi, Whoopi got an Oscar for it. I think right? he's great. Yeah, yeah she's great. Demi yeah. Begette. Um, you in trouble, girl? It's like an action film as well. Almost like there's the whole bad guy fucking. They're chasing. There is. We we used to have it on. Um, either VHS or maybe some sort of disc um, but you had to it, you had to change it halfway through and I remember that it, the opening scene of the second disc was um, when he's running down the escalator down the into the subway to try and confront the mean ghost but it starts with that really dramatic music and it used to always scare me because I would take a break and then you go back to the movie and you're like whoa yeah I remember parts of it really well like it definitely it definitely hit hit a chord or strike the chord with me when I was watching it when I was young well which isn't difficult when you're young and you haven't ever seen anything but like <laughs> you know but yeah it was fun and I don't know how much I enjoyed it or was it just like a nostalgia trip like more yeah Demi Moore's got that great like she can do that single tear oh she's great at the old crying yeah yeah gotta give it to her yeah um but that the the song and that is Unchained Melody I guess yeah. Um, yeah. It's not really a coma thing, but I guess he is dead, you know. So. <laughs> 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 he is dead. So yeah. that could be anything. You know, it's like saying, "Oh, this song doesn't bring you out of a coma," but I heard it when I was eating toast once, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, who's going well, first? On your- yeah, Anya, you go first because you named out those couple of songs there and you had some some research. I have some notes. Um, so I'm going to start with my honorable mentions first. It's funny because when I was thinking about this, I was like thinking about like what way to go with it. Like, is it the song that you want to hear when you come out of a coma or is it the song that you think would be best for you to come out of a coma? Too. How about you tell us about your coma first? Um, why, are, why are you in one? I was probably doing something heroic. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but Just I was saving, also thinking saving about, some like, child. Well, I was <laughs> the hero's like, journey. Like, Step one, go into a coma. <laughs> the tale is all this time. Someone has induced to come me into a coma. I don't think that's the, <laughs> the narrative mythical arc, but anyway... <laughs> But no, I was thinking about like, I was like, if you're in a coma, like, and I did it for a hot second, I was like looking at like, you know, music and comas and like the whole thing of like people playing music that's familiar to you and whatever. And then I was like thinking about, which made me laugh, like 
if my family would probably be the most people who'd be in visiting me anyway. And I was like, oh God, who in my family would I want to play music to me in a coma? And I came up with like my sister, my sister Ashling, and probably my dad, because I think they'd have the best taste in music. Um, I think everyone else would just be playing like they want to hear, to be honest. Kind of made me laugh thinking like how do you like if someone plays you a bunch of music you don't like and then you come out of a coma do you start liking it without understanding why but anyway sidebar but uh my my honorable mention was uh republic of loose comeback yeah. it's a yeah. great song i thought it was <laughs> funny at first i was laughing about it and then i was like oh no that's actually a really good song to come out of a coma too because it's kind of my comeback girl yeah it's fun it's a great song and it's not like like I was saying earlier like two in your face it's kind of nice and mellow and so that was my first one and then my second one was my 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 main pick is Return of the Mac because I'm Anya McGrath (laughs) (laughs) and it's a fucking great song like it's such a good song and uh, I looked at it like it was out, came out in what, 97? And um, I was reading, like, he wrote it, he was quoted as saying, like, when he wrote the song, which I think is very appropriate when you think about coming out of a coma, it kind of fits as well. He said, When I wrote that song, it was all about my moving from the negative to the positive. And it turns, it, and, and that it's how it, and that's how it turned out. Sorry. Within the space of a year, I went from my lowest point, my, the lowest point of my life. To return, to return as the Mac and move forward as what is bec- in what has become the highest point of my life. I was like, that's pretty cool. Because he had some trouble with the law and stuff, and then he released Return of the Mac. So uh-huh. he had a gun on his way to a gig, or he's on stage. He was arrested at one of his gigs with a gun, I believe. That- yeah, and on a plane too. <laughs> Jesus. His Facebook used to be mental. He would just show pictures of, he has this giant double M pendant and he put that on a bill and the bills were like a couple of bottles of brandy like Hennessy to be like a two grand bill at some nightclub which is always the most baller shit he'd have on his Facebook um, did we ever talk about this Mark Morrison fact where he he paid a lookalike to do his community service while he went on tour no way I didn't read that how can he get away with that if he's on tour yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was on board with look like so he wouldn't do it. But while you're doing something else publicly, like that's so brazen or stupid. Maybe both. Some gangster, gangster shit right there. That's good. Yeah. I'm more oh. on board with him hiring a look like to do his community service than MF Doom hiring a look like to do his gig. He you know did I mean? go to prison for a year because of paying the look like to do the community service. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Fuck. Do you think when he left prison that he played Return of the Mac or is, does that come over the rule of not playing your own songs? I think I think he came out of prison and then he wrote Return of the Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could have wrote it in prison. Like a, pr- a preemptive. He was in afterwards. That was yeah. no, that was from a different time he went to prison. He went to prison before. So he got to prison a couple of times. He's definitely left prison at least once since Return of the Mac has been uh, recorded. So he's had a few returns of a, of the, the same re return of the Mac. The, yeah, yeah. The remix. Also, just <laughs> did did anyone pick "Comeback Kid" by Sharon Van Etten? Is that just no. when you no, when you brought one. up um, "Comeback"? Girl? <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. 
that's a really good one yeah yeah it seemed like a it seemed like you know you're just coming around and you hear that like oh what's going on i'm waking up oh hey i'm back that's straight up out of bed (laughs) you can walk like right away (laughs) awesome well Greer how about you go next you want to tell us why you're in a coma uh it could be many reasons for me like um <laughs> voted most likely to slip into a coma just went to well, yeah like your naps your naps go so long that they could be comas are they comas yeah so so yeah I mean that maybe it, Paul Greer loves sleep <laughs> it's it's amazing it is it's great and I was like there's a part of me is jealous of people in the comas <laughs> you know with the with the caveat that you would actually wake up you know but like a good old rest like that would be class you'd be bouncing for days um but anyway <laughs> i'm i'm not going to speculate how i how i might get into a coma i don't i don't think i've ever fainted i was going to ask you guys earlier did has any of you ever like apart from sleeping or has been blackout drunk like have you ever like actually fainted or been in a coma probably not uh, my brother we used to wrestle like do wrestling and he got me in like a chokehold and i like passed out for a second i think he like got me a chokehold and he thought i went limp so he gave me like a fucking suplex ddt onto like a book solid and then i was like i don't feel i feel like i was just out for a second i don't feel like i've ever been properly knocked out and i've like taken good blows to the head playing rugby and just falling around like a dickhead yeah. a i mean points. i think like the movie thing where someone's knocked out for like minutes if that happens to you, you're like you're dead i think like no one gets knocked out for more than like a couple of seconds without being like murdered yeah. hmm. I, my fucking housemate he has like a trapped nerve in his back that affects his airway so he tries to stretch his back he noticed that mostly he would kind of do it in bed and then like could be really dizzy turns out he was he was getting knocked out when he cracks his nerve so i was when we all started working from home i me and al used to sit at the kitchen table and peter would take the office area and i heard this fucking thud and i turned around and peter's on the ground and i'm over there shaking him and he's awake in two seconds and he goes did i just fucking pass out it's like yeah i knew it and he's like i was like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like i knew i was passing out when i stretched my back i was like you lucky you didn't hit your head yeah that's crazy yeah, so he used to lie down and get on a yoga mat to do it in the future, just in case. That's it, though. Just being careful about where he stretches his back for the rest of his life. Yeah, I th- I'm sure he went to a chiropractor once. The thing that did what? It was just his reaction. He's like, "Did I just pass out?" It's like, "Yeah, man, I knew it." That's scary. Seeing somebody pass out, I'm sure. Oh, I was freaked, man. I was like, "Oh no, I'm not the guy to take care of this." Like, you know, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. Buried the body. No, I don't think I've, I've I've never been knocked out. I've had like concussions, I think, but never like knocked out. Oh yeah, but yeah, I may have had a you know bike, have, yeah. bike, you know, falling on my face. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good that you know we're all so experiencing comas that we get to talk about this. Um, I I didn't put a lot of thought into this. I completely forgot because I had such a crazy day on Friday. Um, we had a fire in work and stuff, so that kind of consumed my whole day. It was fine. Nobody got hurt, but um, I, I know, I, like, you guys were messaging. I, I barely even read the messages, and then I forgot. We and Connor were hanging out yesterday, and he says, oh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow for the podcast. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> but 
it's okay. I did actually, and it was another kind of related moment. We were sitting here um, yesterday having a cup of tea and uh, I had thrown on a playlist recently, uh, this Elbow song, uh, One Day Like This, right? And this is a, you know, I think it's I think it's a really, it fits the bill here um, quite well. Um, it's a very sort of, just positive oh yeah it's a sunny day i'm gonna throw the curtains wide i think of the lyrics and like uh one day like this a year will see me right so it's super positive and it, it, it the music behind it it embodies that that sort of vibe as well in that mood and it i was saying to connor yesterday that like it's beautiful tune and if you're in the right mood it, it really gets you gets you thinking positive and, and great so but if you're not in a good mood and you're down to doldrums and you hear it you're like oh fuck off <laughs> it's too it's too like it's too much like the other way so you got to be careful when you may listen to it but um if you're in a good mood it's it's definitely gonna accentuate that um so that would be my pick i didn't have any other ones even um i was thinking this morning a little bit but I came up with just stupid joggy ones. The other thing I was thinking is like, what do I like listening to in the morning when like I'm waking up and it's like not a shock. Like I, that was more the initial thought. And I was even thinking of like spiritualized and stuff and um, things like that might be just like a nice slow, kind of a bit spacey. Um, but I didn't get to the point of picking one of their songs. Um, so I'm not going to keep it short and sweet. Cause I think last time out, I had like 10 songs or something. So let's, Let's do the uh, the opposite this time. <laughs> okay, good, great. Uh, Connor, why don't you go next and tell us why you're in a coma? So as per, I think reflecting what my ultimate choice is, I've been in a coma because of a heroin overdose and I've been in a coma for like three yeah. weeks. You and heroin, man. just the coolest. Um, don't you do know who want to be there. What? I bet we all know who the pick Absolutely. is going to be. It's always fucking this. T- <laughs> is it Springsteen or the Velvet Underground? Anyway, obviously Velvet. Um, but I'll 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 get there. Um, <laughs> for some reason, the first thing that came into my head, though, and this is like quite different, is like I don't know. Maybe I've just been watching like too much Twin Peaks. I've definitely been watching too much Twin Peaks. Um, was the song that would be playing on the soundtrack while I woke up from the coma. Um, and it's, it took the night to believe by Sono, which is just, just this like weird, creepy drone song, but like kind of like, you know, if you were watching someone wake up from a coma, it would be pretty good. Um, but I don't think it was really in the spirit of things. And then it was like, you know, okay. Um, you know, would I want something like, you know, fucking get out of bed, fucking kick the doors open? Do I want bat out of hell? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a great it one. It is, but I thought realistically, like... That's you jumping out of the bed. On a motorcycle, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Your bed is a motorcycle. You just throw the sheet away and ride off into the I night. know we shouldn't have come on that. Like like those race car yeah. beds, yours is a motorcycle. <laughs> um, but I thought like realistically, like if I wake up from a coma, I'm gonna just be like feeling like shit and like what's happening. 
I was like, is there some version of we didn't start the fire, but with current events that had happened since I slipped into a coma that could tell me. But anyway, I ultimately settled on Sunday morning by the Velvet Underground because it kind of feels like waking up from a coma really is the ultimate Sunday morning. Yeah, I like that song a lot. It's nice. And it's like easy. On yeah, the yeah, I, yeah. I did not want a shock yeah. coming out of this yeah. coma. Yeah. So you don't want rolling in the deep. God, no. You don't want living on a prayer that would suit your motorbike fantasy. This might be a stupid question. And I know who Adele is, but how does rolling in the deep go? Is that the hello? Rolling in the deep. Rolling. <laughs> rolling. Rolling. rolling in the deep. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was the hello. Make what you will out of all that. It's the you could have had it all. Oh, is that Isn't it? Isn't it that one? Yeah. yeah. Rolling in the deep. That's very famous. Yeah. I, I like barely know it. Okay, yeah, I know. The, the, yeah, you know, I can't get over for the Bon Jovi pick. Why was it not uh, "You Give Love a Bad Name" with just like "Shot Through the Heart"? Oh, sweet! Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna go, go for, for it. it go man. for it. That's true. <laughs> That's for like a really abrupt waking. That's if they're waking you with through a defibrillator or something. Not that I mean, if you're in a coma, they've probably already tried that. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, I'll go next and we'll leave Sebi for last because it was your pick. I have notes like Anya too. Um, so the one, so two honorable mentions that I have. So one is just like, if it was me personally, oh, and why am I in a coma? <sighs> Some sort of, you know, rock climbing accident to save a teddy bear. Yeah. Cliffhanger. I'm, I'm, I'm pretending I'm sly. Cliffhanger. I just matter. <laughs> I'd be like trying to traverse this thing and for, and like somebody sly would just let me go it, it would be be the worst would Jason Momoa be there as well <laughs> yeah Jason Momoa is flying the helicopter they both uh, just let me fall that's... but I survive and I'm in a coma and would they be there when you wake up like no no I don't think they're that good friends no they probably have a very busy movie uh, shooting schedule or something as well probably be on to their next project you know forgotten all about me surely jason momo would bring me a six-pack of cans yeah some blood light you know sorry sorry i wasn't there i mean that'd be nice to wake up to like a little beer fridge full you know um but so i picked like my all-time favorite song um that just it like whenever I hear it, it just kind of feels like a warm hug and it's um, the jam that's entertainment. Um, I like love this song. It's because it's written just like, he's just talking about like things that are happening around it, but it just always feels like a memory to me. And um, it always reminds me of like living in England and like it just captures like everything perfectly. Um, But what I really like that it's the lyrics are full of contradictions and just... um, yeah, like one of the verses is uh, waking up at 6 a.m. on a cool, warm morning, opening the windows and breathing in petrol, an amateur band rehearsing in a nearby yard, watching the telly and thinking about your holidays. That's entertainment. Anyways, I really like that song a lot. Um, and yeah, it just, it I don't know, it's just kind of very soothing to me to listen to. Um, and I like the harmonies a lot. They're like the la 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 la. <laughs> it's good. Um, and then some of my favorite lyrics um 
at the end of one of the verses when he's saying um, two lovers kissing amongst the scream of midnight, two lovers missing the tranquility of solitude. <laughs> so I always really liked that, uh, those oh, lyrics a lot. That's deep. Man. That song's yeah. so fucking good. And those are like my favorite lines as well. Like, yeah. so. it's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, if I woke up to that, I'd just be like, oh, like it's just like, yeah, How like about a warm hug. If you were waking up to Morrissey singing it, because I heard that for the other, nope. day, the other day for some reason. Yeah, he does a version. Yeah. Right? Except he does a bit in the middle no. where he's kind of like ad-libbing and he's like, that's what I call it. I'd be like, put me back <laughs> under. Absolutely not. I wouldn't like that at all. Don't play that. Oh man, I, yeah, I'm you're so coma. mad. That would wake you up. <laughs> Imagine you just play Marcy the whole time and I'd be Doesn't furious. Have a... <laughs> That's what we should do. Yeah, if you ever end up in a coma, come and talk with you like music. Is it Girlfriend in a Coma? <laughs> no, is that a Smith I don't, song? I... It is. It's nice. Yeah. Girlfriend in a Coma, yeah. That would be ironic. Didn't you guys, you went to see Marcy with Anya as a friend then? No, no. Um, no. The joke was that um, so Marcy has had been boycotting Canada for years because of the seal killings yeah. that indigenous folk do, which even though they do it for substance and it's a completely bullshit thing to be boycotting. I watched a really great documentary about how like Greenpeace just uses it because seals are basically puppies and they get loads of money from it. Yeah. Um, but so Marcy then announced that he was coming and I was laughing because Anya was and John had tickets. And I was like, he'll never play. He's notorious for cancelling. I bet you 12 pints that he won't play. And then the fucker played. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought you guys were just, you were a fan and you went. I... No. It was a weird, it was a weird gig. Like at the beginning of the gig, they, they, they came up first with lots of like Smith stuff and it was done really well. And then it went into Marcy stuff and it took a really weird, uncomfortable kind of spin. It's like the first half of the gig, amazing. Second half didn't need to stay for it uh, yeah yeah i just think he's so obnoxious that like when his book came out his autobiography he insisted that it was included in the penguin classics section even though it isn't oh. a classic like that was part of his agreement we're bringing, bringing the book out and i was like you're such a dick oh yeah <laughs> <Socks. laughs> what a prick i like some of the smith stuff but i just think morrissey's a real prick yeah wow but anyways, I did give Anya 12 pints. Nice. Woman of I think I, I didn't was keeping... have, I didn't drink 12 pints though. Was it over time, I assume? Well, it was over time. Night, like. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. over time. Yeah. I was keeping a tally in my notes. Yeah, one, yeah. I, one was a bit cheeky though, because you came to a work event and I counted every free drink you got as one of the pints <laughs> because you were there because of me. I was like, yeah, no, no, no. I was accepting all. And I wasn't even counting anymore. And you were counting. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Um, I wasn't really going to want to do it. I wanted it to be 12 pints in like, like somebody straight up just gives you 12 pints. But anyways. And then we could talk about how I was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> like afterwards. Um, so my second honorable mention is just like such a really nice, cheery, happy tune is our Bill Withers' Lovely Day. Because like that's like a really kind of upbeat, should be a nice song to wake up from a coma too. Um, also, I think that the lyrics lend themselves to coma. That it's um, when I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes because your eyes, like you, your eyes have been closed for so long. Um, and there's something without warning, love. There's heavy on my mind, the coma you just came out of, probably. <laughs> um, and then I look at you. 
I'm assuming is the doctor. Um, and I know the world's all right with me and I know it's going to be a lovely day. So I, I, I made those coma lyrics instead of love lyrics. We're all, we're all kind of um, presuming though, like it's, it's like the waking up in the morning. You know what I mean? It's, it could be 1am in the middle of winter. I, I think this song still <laughs> counts to that. Well, I guess not wake up in the morning. Everyone else, is, one, everyone else in the ward is trying to sleep, and like you're playing Bill Withers at one a.m., like going mental. <laughs> so it's like it's a coma ward. I'm trying to be in a coma. <laughs> well, I like when you listen to the song. He holds the notes at the end for so long. Yeah. Um, the lovely day thing, like it's crazy how long he holds them. So I would just imagine if you had been in a coma and you hadn't been talking or anything, you'd probably want to like yell or shout or do something for a very long time. So. A lovely day. That's that's like my pick where it's kind of like a great song. But if you're in a bad mood, you, you don't want to be hearing that. Like, it's just like. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. If you're if you're still mad about what got you into the coma, maybe mm. it's not yeah. the best pick. Um, but so then my main pick, um, no surprise, is Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. But <laughs> it's <sort of> like <laughs> Connor Springsteen. Um, but it's There She Goes, My Beautiful World, which is from oh, the Abattoir Blues, um, the Liar of Orpheus album, um, which I really love. And I think like reading the lyrics, because I have this book of lyrics that my brother gave me. Um, it's obviously about like him seeking inspiration, um, like from the world. Um, but I think that you could rejig it to like coma stuff. And especially there's like a, a, a verse that's, well, me, I'm lying here with nothing in my ears. Me, I'm lying here with nothing in my ears. Me, I'm lying here for what seems years. I'm just lying on my bed with nothing in my head. And then it's like, send that stuff down to me. There she goes, my beautiful world. And he starts talking about how other like famous artists died or like other people that were able to get creativity even though they were going through tough stuff um so yeah and it's just like i want to move the world there she goes my beautiful world um just about wanting to get inspiration and then one of my favorite lines is um you weren't much of a muse but then i wasn't much of a poet <laughs> which i quite like <laughs> um but yeah and it, it really kind of uh it builds up to the end and it just has a kind of like there she goes my beautiful world um and it's like i don't know it's all choiry and stuff as well i think it'd be a really so kind good. of angelic very, kind of thing to wake be a up very to. dramatic moment in the hospital oh, yeah. you're i'm imagining there's an actual choir there as well you know it's not being played it's just like full-on choir it's like, almost like you're coming back to life at your own funeral <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and there's like there's you know there's religious stuff in in this a little bit um i really like some of the rhyming here is um john wilmot penned his poetry riddled with the pox N nabokov wrote on index cards at a lecture and in his socks saint john of cross did his best stuff imprisoned in a box and johnny thunders was half alive when he wrote chinese rocks <laughs> so, so, some good rhyming there going on nick cave <laughs> um but anyway this song is really good do you guys know it oh yeah only yeah. does obviously yeah, yeah it's yeah, great it's a big stomper like big production yeah. you know like you're saying yeah I, i've got images of like the whole the whole nurses and doctors and staff like and and you in your pajamas getting up and like everyone doing a big dance routine and the choir in the back and then <laughs> that's exactly how i want to get out of a coma that was like, the image that's... that it brought to me anyway so i hope that yeah. works out for you tara you know <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to learn how to cliff cliff dive or or cliff 
whatever I'm doing on a cliff before cliff I fall hang. off at first. <laughs> cliff hang, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, those are my my coma picks. I'm a very dramatic coming back to the world one. Sweet. Yeah, yeah so last but not neat. Not I was gonna say last but not neat. Seb. Seb's pretty neat. I know. Not least is what I meant to say. Um, Sebers, your 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 theme. What did you come up with? Well, how I'm in a coma is based on a true event. I know I just don't know if I ever told you this. I probably did. When I went on my honeymoon last year, uh, I it was pandemic time, so we stayed in the state of Massachusetts. We just took like a one hour and a half ferry across to the Cape, which was acceptable. And uh, I hadn't worked out in about four or five months, and I'd been drinking a lot, so I was in really bad shape. And uh, we go, we get, we are sitting by the pool. And we're having some day drinks and we get in the pool and I go to pick Alison up over my head. Now, to be fair, she's covered in suntan lotion. I hadn't worked out in a while, so I dropped her clean onto my neck and I go under the water. And in an instant, I flash before my eyes. I was like, I can't believe I've crippled myself on my honeymoon. And I'm drowning. And I was like, Alison, only been married for like a day and a half. We went straight on our honeymoon. So I was like, I can't believe it. If they get me out, I'm not going to be able to move my arms. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just got kind of stood back up and I was totally fine. I was like, oh, my neck. <laughs> but I was like, what the fuck? I can't believe I did that. That's so stupid. I can't believe you've done that. That was my first. <laughs> I would love to have been beside the pool watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was fat because we, we were seeing it like. You half scary, half hilarious. Well, like she's probably mad that you dropped her and then realizes, oh, you're under the water. <laughs> you just went like, what are you doing? And you know. And uh, yeah, I'm very disappointed in myself. Just I also me. like that you tried to blame the suntan lotion. It was not slippery. your your weakness. You're a weak man. Uh-huh. But you know, uh-huh. I would have looked like a hard bastard if it panned out. So you know, <laughs> dare in front of all those other families. Uh, that's how I met a coma. All right. <laughs> uh, can I just can I just add one thing? Uh, yeah. that it reminds me of. Um, Whenever we go on holidays, Dom will kill me for putting this in the podcast. My favorite thing to do when we're somewhere that they have a pool is to cradle him, like to carry him in my arms. Yeah. <laughs> we did that as well. It's great crack. It's the fucking best. I love it. And he gets so upset with me and he's like, okay, fine, for a second. And then as soon as anyone comes around, oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. We both loved doing it and would rather be the carry-e. We did it loads. It's the only thing we did in the pool. <laughs> but of course, we were after abusing what is legal in the state of Massachusetts at that point. I th- yeah, everyone's already touched on this so far. Like the whole idea of waking up to something nice and easy. And like if you were to wake up after a nice little coma, get yourself a little coma there, and you wake up, you want to ease into it. So I thought about that at the start and I thought like the easiest song I know is Nils Tram and Peter Broderick collab and it's the tune And It's All Right. You ever hear that? No. It is the so. easiest going tune. Stick it on. It's like if you're hungover, you put that on, you'd be doing just fine. They're kind of a bummer, but it's a real nice one. Uh, and then I was thinking, Joe, I'd want something a bit longer, something that really gets me in there. And I was thinking, I need that James Blackshaw stuff. He plays 12 string guitar plays weird tunings and all instrumental. And I was thinking that whole sunshine piece is quite long. I was like, okay, I'll stick that on. So I, that would that would easy into it, nice and easy. But I thought that's not how I live my life. I'd want something that builds up and then it goes. 
so I thought Up to Eleven by Steve Moore. It's just a song from the soundtrack of the film Mayhem, which is on Shudder, my favorite subscription service. Not a sponsor, just a good if you like horror. The film Mayhem is really cool. It's got Stephen Young and Tamara Weaving in it. And it's a, like, it's like a zombie type disease that gets rid of all your inhibitions uh, and just puts all your primal instincts to the front. So if it, it's an airborne disease, whoever gets it, people just start fighting, fucking, you know, murdering people they don't like. And it breaks out in an office and Stephen Young catches it and he's going after his boss. But it's, oh, it's a great movie. Check it out, Mayhem. Soundtracks. Wasn't, um, wasn't she in Home and Away? Yeah. Yeah, she was. <laughs> was she? She's Hugo Weaving's niece. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I googled it after because I was like, Weaving's a weird name. Yeah. Hmm. So that one, it's like, it's kind of like a Carpenter Brute song. I thought it was Carpenter Brute when I shazammed it, but yeah, that was great. But then I thought, all right, that's the definitely direction I want to go in. And my actual pick is a banger. My favorite Neurosis song, one of my favorite metal songs of all time, is Locust Star. You guys know that how it starts off? It's just like doom 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 doom. It's got the big organ, and when they play it live at Ozfest, your man has big organ pedals and he's hitting with his hands like full fists. <laughs> and it's really slow breaking up. Then it comes in with Steve on Till and Scott Kelly. They start the first line together, and it's just them shouting the word rise. It kicks, it's the hardest kick into any tune I've ever heard. I fucking love it. And they're just shouting the word rise for ages. And then that's when you wake up. And then once you awake up, the lyrics are shining black scars burn way down. It parts ways of the serpent view. View would it be? That's pretty sweet. So imagine like the doctor screaming, rise at you. Then you get up and you're like, Shining black scars burn the way down. You start fucking. Oh, so y- yours is a collaboration. Doctor starts, then you wake up from the coma. You sing the end of the song. I, it's, yeah, it's like it's like that's what gets you going. It's like that meme where uh, the, those army dudes are looking for a guy, and they say, "I know how to find him." They shout out some song that you have to finish. I can't remember what the tune was though. Any catchy tune, I guess. But yeah, that was my pick. Neurosis, Locust Star, fucking beautiful. So, listen to that in a minute. I like the drama of waking up to organs. Oh, yeah. It's like, mm. but you're still asleep at that point. And then the, the, there's like a little the delay of it. It's like, dun, 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 dun. then you run. Because also <laughs> organs could be, that could be your funeral, you know? So you could be like, what's happened? Like, it's very like churchy. And... Yeah. But the thing is, when you wake up, you and the doctors are headbutting each other and body fall back into a coma. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's how it has to be. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever played organs on you? Yes. I've actually played the organ in the local church in Irishtown, County Mayo, Ireland. Mm. Um, you didn't need the Ireland for somewhere uh, that's called we'll Irishtown. Do, we'll do communions and weddings for a fee. <laughs> Was it like a big proper church organ, eh? Like a huge yeah. pipe steps. No, it wasn't a huge one. It was a smaller one. I would say a 70s organ. Okay. It wasn't like you know, a Hammond B3, though. Hmm? It wasn't like just like a Hammond B3 or whatever. No, but it had a load of pedals. Oh. So I was just like kind of muffling that bit. But like, actually, it's so much fun playing organ. I'd say so, because it's so yeah. echoey, especially if you're in a church and stuff. It'd be really nice to play. Yeah. I'd love to play one of the big pipe ones. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. 
Well, great, good pick, Seb. Very on brand. I liked that a lot. The collaborative effort. Perfect in it as well, which is a big thing for me. Yeah. Well, Anya McGraw, did you pick up your back pocket theme? I did. I did. Back pocket McGraw. Back pocket McGraw. Uh, so my theme is. I was trying to think of something sort of current, and I was like, "What about spring?" So my tasting notes for the theme are sort of think about your first day back on the bike, cans in the park, um, opening the windows in the house, that kind of vibe, you know, the first couple of days of like nice weather after, you know, winter and what have you, what's the song you want to hear that kind of makes you feel good? And it's, but the theme is spring. Yeah. Okay. And the season, not a metal like instrument that helps your car no no it's the season okay and not like half of a spring <laughs> onion these jokes aren't landing i gotta tell you just, <laughs> i don't have audio format but this is disappointed <laughs> yeah all right yeah i got mine go on go ahead thought I'd, i thought i'd leap out there lap out there in case anyone needed some uh is it the velvet underground so is this song Heroin by, uh, um, <laughs> so I mean, for me, it's like uh, dumb 90s songs is kind of like that vibe. I mean, it's kind of like this, this maybe a little bit different to distinguish this between like a summer vibe, um, but like, you know, something like that Land Steal My Sunshine song or something like this, but I was actually yeah. looking at you like, are there what songs have been have I been listening to over the last couple of weeks? Because there has I've been like, yeah, I have been in that mood a little bit. I'm listening to Summer Girls by LFO. Um, <laughs> um but that's is that spring? Well, I mean, like, sure, it has it summer. Means to you, it. isn't it? Like, I know, I know. Gonna... I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I'm yeah. just laughing at that song. I haven't heard. I haven't thought about that song <laughs> in years. <laughs> it's so dumb. Every time I listen to it, I like kind of start laughing because of how dumb it is listening to the song but it's also great is it just about how good summer girls look i have no idea how that goes it's the one that's like uh new kids on the block had a lot of hits chinese food makes me, makes sick. me sick oh my god I, I like girls who wear Abercrombie and fitch um i didn't know that was uh it's possibly secretly about heroin i don't know um <laughs> There was like a, was there a long form article about it? Um, I don't know. I came across some article, but anyway, it's a fun song. It's a dumb song and it's got the kind of weird happiness that seemed to only exist in like the nineties. So that's my pick. That's good. That's a good one. It, it reminds me of that, um, the butterfly song. Who was that? But crazy, crazy town. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sort of a good one but uh, I'm not gonna pick that I'm gonna pick um Paolo Nutini um I love the album that he has Sunny Side Up it's something that I listen to mm. on like Sundays um but his stop his song Coming Up Easy is kind of just a really kind of nice feeling song and I think yeah it's like a spring album that I listen to I also don't know how that goes <laughs> that wasn't a single or anything right no it wasn't yeah I'll look it up myself. I got my when I whenever I hear spring, 
So gonna... I, this is very literal, but I always think of April by Simon and Garfunkel. You know that one? Very yeah. catchy. It's obviously mm. I, I'm, I'm fucking monotonal, but it just goes like, hey, bro, come she will, you know. Uh, check it out it's I actually I remember back when I was a single man I matched with a girl called April on a, a dating app and I goes hey you get a lot of uh, get a lot of Simon Garfunkel jokes and she didn't get it and I was like you know April come she will wait <laughs> obviously it didn't work but I'm, I'm proud of that line so it's like yeah I'm like I'm looking at this it's from like Sign of Silence yeah I reckon there's probably not a lot of people that are whipping out Simon and Garfunkel jokes on Tinder. Like, I have a first pressing of Simon's uh, Sound of Silence, but I ripped the cover, so it was worth a couple of hundred bucks. But I got hammered and tried to. There you go. You opened it like a book. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got <laughs> hammered and I thought it was one of those like peelable album covers. <laughs> so you got you got hammered and like went to put the Sound of Silence on. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? There's a few layers to this. <laughs> I know, I know. Aggressively trying to put Sign of the Silence on. You okay, then? <laughs> you really wanted some silence. I was thinking of um, uh, the album Sky Blue Sky by Wilco, which for some reason, it's not heralded as, you know, one of their top albums or anything, but I always enjoyed it a lot. It's a good one. It's just, it's just easy. It's a really easy listen. And um, I'd be pottering around the house. It'd be a kind of a Sunday sort of album for me. So I feel like spring kind of works where it's like, you're still, you're still in, in the house, whatever. Um, windows, windows open. I like that um, as an indicator of the spring, uh, springtime. Uh, and I wouldn't pick any particular tune. I always just from the start, never on shuffle, just right through. There's there's some better than others, but um, any of the first three songs would be great. It's got an airy sort of feel to it. Um, not too challenging. And I just noticed now when I was looking at it, the, the cover has... Um, a bunch of birds on it and uh i guess birds migrate back um in the springtime to places like canada at least because it's warm again almost actually i was joking yesterday as well the spring thing uh on the other message group um the cherry blossom tree in my front yard here um like it just came it just came out like couple of days ago um so i was coming back from work yesterday and i noticed it i was like hey it's out <laughs> what I, I i noticed this morning because i've been walking a lot now that i have a foster doggo to walk and um when it was pouring rain this morning we did the same loop that we do a lot and um the tulips were up for the first time so i was awesome. like oh that's nice because the daffodils are up and like now the tulips so i was like it really is spring spring has gone you should rename the dog i uh, should call it fog hat Foster doggo, foggo, fog hat. Jesus. <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying fog cat. Yeah. And mm. also, you don't want to say that too quick with an Irish accent. It might sound a bit off, eh? Oh, yeah, that's true. You can't scream that at the dog park. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Forget it then. Just call it uh, prawn. Prawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, she's also good. Um, I like on your. Sorry, you're talking about calling it like changing the name to the dog Pearl. I'm just picturing you like screaming Pearl in the dog park. Hello. And like that's you. I say Pearl. What did I say, Pearl? Pearl. It almost Pearl. sounds like Pearl. Yeah. Pearl. Well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's quite a look to be shouting Pearl in the dog park. I'm like, how wealthy is this chick? <laughs> No, Pearl is cute. It, well, it reminds me of Janice Joplin too. So it's a cute little name. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin. Um, Anya, what is your spring song? What have you been listening to? Is it so, classical? Because you listen to a lot of classical music. I was. I thought that your coma song would be some classical thing. We were chatting about it earlier. Um, and I was like, oh, I said, we do. We listen to classical music all day, every day in the background. But like, I also would be limited in what I would say. Oh, sonnet 17. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, yeah, I wasn't going to go down that road. But um, the reason I picked spring as a theme was because I went for a run yesterday and uh, I was listening to, um, I pulled it up because I couldn't remember the name of it. Dolly Parton, Here You Come Again, which the lyrics are not particularly spring-like. But the music is so, the vibe of the song is very happy, kind of fun. I was like, God, I'm really enjoying this. And like, I haven't been running for a while. So it was actually misery physically, but musically it was really enjoyable. And I was like, no, I kind of, I can keep doing this, even though I'm dying, um, thanks to Dolly. So I was like, oh, let's do that for a theme. But my actual pick um with, it, it's kind of on the nose but I do like it. it it's Richie Haven's Here Comes the Sun I just love that song I love his version um, but my honourable mention because I obviously had time to think about this was um, I, when we were talking about it earlier I was like Melanie brand new key do you know okay right if you don't know the song I played it for John he was like I don't know that song and then he was like oh no no that's, that's the Combine Harvester song <laughs> I've got a brand new combine harvester, harvester which is Richie Cabinet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> what's what's that you're saying? So Melanie, um, brand new keys, where like she's like, oh, I think I put I put up the lyrics at some point here. Um, where she's it, like, I've got a brand new key. Um, she's like, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. <laughs> Oh. But Richie Cabinet, you know that song, and it's just like a yeah. fun, it's got a summary, like yeah. outside sort of song. But Richie Cabinet, I think his Combine Harvester song was based on. I didn't know that that was based on anything. <laughs> I think it was. We have I haven't verified it. It was a pretty soon before all of this, and I was just like saying we were doing a podcast, and like this was the theme. These were the picks, and the Combine Harvester song came up like five minutes before I came in here. So. <laughs> I'll have to try. I wonder if that's on uh, Spotify to add to the playlist. Richie Cavanaugh. Please don't. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I remember seeing like a music video of Richie Cavanaugh. It's him like playing at some violent championship or something. He's got like, you know, the hat on and those big fake gloves. Oh, and the dungarees. The dungarees. Yeah. It's all it's the entire so crowd disturbing. is just six and seven year olds. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that what he was like a, a kid's entertainer or was he just an entertainer? No, it's just crazy just that it was 
top 30 hits in Ireland or some shit. I guess yeah. there is a lot of kids out there that buy records in 1998. Oh, yeah. I should I should also clarify. Richie Kavanagh is not my pick. <laughs> but in case anyone didn't know the song, it is familiar uh, in terms of tune. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm curious about how you stumbled upon that Dolly Parton song. Is that on your Objectively Class Tunes playlist or was were you just shuffling through something? Actually, shout out to Greer's sister because I was listening to her playlist and the Dolly tune came on. I've been ah. really, I was, like, I was like, what will I listen to? And then I was like, listen, listen to that when I went for my run yesterday. And I was like, tune after tune. I was like, I feel like we would get along very, very well. If yeah, getting yeah. along with someone based on your music. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks, Louise. Thanks, Louise. How do you feel about chicken Kievs there. You got you. me all the way to St. Clair, huh? How do you feel about chicken Kievs? Chicken Kievs? <laughs> Would you say chicken Kiev was given to you? Probably, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> What's the reference? Paul's sister Louise hates chicken Kievs, apparently. That's what oh, really diverged. I mean, oh, I no, no. I chicken died in Kiev's, but I it. Chicken Kievs were considered so fancy in my house. They were like the fancy. Oh, dinner. I don't think she hated them. I think just one day there was a particular story. One day when she, she just didn't want to eat it, or she wasn't hungry, or something. But our mom would always make finish her dinner, right? So, but I think my mom had been had finished and gone upstairs for something. Me and Louise were there finishing our dinner. I was grand. I'd eat everything, but like. So Louise decides, right, I'm not having this. I'm not eating this El yolk. And she gets it, she wraps it up in some kitchen roll, goes out in the, goes out the back garden. And she's preparing to launch it over the back wall. <laughs> like, and so my man, my man was up the back and she's look, she goes out and she's looking out the bathroom window and she sees Louise about to launch this thing. She's Louise, are you about to throw your chicken kev over the back Did she eat it or did she just throw it? <laughs> I bet you your mom said there's so many starving children in Africa. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 